Welcome to One Thing Queer. My name is Jenny Baton, and my pronouns are they, them. And I'm Kelsey Wren, and my pronouns are she, her. Hi, friend. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> um, it was my birthday yesterday. Yeah. Um, for reference, we record like a week before, mm-hmm. so it was April 13th, if mm-hmm. you're listening today, Tuesday. Um, it was last week. So happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Do the sound. Oh, what? The applause? Yes. Woo! <laughs> All right, that's enough. That was very unaries of you. <laughs> I know. My Capricorn's like, shut up. My Capricorn's like, it was not your birthday. <laughs> shut up. It's just a day. So rude. So rude. I don't know. I don't think so. Because no? I'm like, well, I guess so. Because I'm like, there's too much focus on me. Mm-hmm. Cut it out. <laughs> but secretly, you love it secretly yeah that's a capricorn thing (laughs) it's like on surface level it's like don't pay attention to me but Mm -hmm. just pay just enough attention yeah exactly (laughs) just (laughs) under my my terms only exactly yeah i feel you (laughs) i feel you yeah i'm half cap yeah so what'd you do um yesterday i just simply went to oh actually i had a full day Okay, so um, I woke up, got ready. My sister wanted to take me to breakfast. So we went to this place called The Nest. It was in Bellflower, California, I believe. And I believe it's like brown owned and they had great chilaquiles. Ooh. And they had this like mojito coffee. Mm. There was no alcohol in it. It was just like a coffee and it it's had like... Mint. Yeah, it had mint in it. It was so good. That sounds amazing. It was delicious. We need to go. It's a little hole in the wall. There's a place by the beach that has mint coffee. Oh, what is it called? Oh my gosh, it's a coffee place. Oh my gosh, I'm dying. What beach is it? It's by Huntington. Huntington? I forgot what it's called. It's something fun. It's like Jack's or Zeke's or... Oh, I think it's Jack's. Yeah? I think I've seen it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll look it up later, but Mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah, amazing. (laughs) So yeah, we went there and then she treated me to a massage. So then, yeah, I went to go get a full body massage, which, yeah, I'm so sore from it because (laughs) the lady, like, I didn't know I had knots in my ass, but (laughs) she definitely, with her elbow, yeah, she unraveled those knots in my ass because my ass is pretty tense. I hold a lot of tension in my cheeks. A lot of clenching. (laughs) A lot of clenching. I thought it was just like my face cheeks, but apparently it's still, it's also down there. I'm dead, but it might make your back feel better though. Yeah. But another thing, and I'm going to, I'm going to talk about this, like this massage situation because, (laughs) um, okay. So I'm on my period. Mm -hmm. This is like TMI, but Mm -hmm. I'm on my period. I guess that's, that's not the part of TMI, but Mm -hmm. anyways, I was wearing a pad because um, I hadn't boiled my cup yet. So mm. I was like, okay, I'm going to just rock a pad yes. <laughs> to the ma- massage place. Mm-hmm. And obviously you have to get naked and you just like leave your underwear on. This lady was like really getting to crevices that <laughs> were really <laughs> questionable. I'm not even kidding. Like, Ugh. like, and I was like, at one point, like, I, de- I definitely felt her feel the pad. <laughs> Oh, wow. And I was like, I really hope your hand is dry. Because <laughs> oh, no. it was my second day. Oh, no. And yeah, she was like getting up in there, um, which... I mean, that's what she gets for getting up in there. That's a little yeah. invasive. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I mean, I didn't mind it, but like, not in the sense of like, I enjoyed it, but it was it was just like, <laughs> I, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm like, I think the ordinary person would be like, You're Whoa. so funny. I was, when I have the first time I'm, or the few times I have, they like give you a chart of like where you don't want them to touch. And I'm like, off limits, off limits. Your butt? Yeah. But you, you're, you're like, ah. <laughs> like, I was like, go all out. <laughs> but yeah, my butt cheeks are sore. <laughs> Great. <laughs> but that that was my day yesterday. That sounds like fun, though. Yeah, how was your day? It was good. Or your your week. My week, I guess? Yeah. Oh, we went to go see Choir Boy last Friday. (gasps) Yeah, friend, tell me. We haven't talked about this, so this is organic. I know. Oh, my God. It was magical. It was great. So we went (laughs) to... So we're old. We don't go anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) So we went to... It was in San Diego. I was at the Casbah, 
and San Diego was like kind of like a, a bougie area, but we didn't expect it to be like that bougie. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a lot of, I don't know, it was real bougie. And like all the guys had like the same outfits on, like, but like Clones just a different, ever. yes, it was very clony. That's exactly the way to put mm-hmm. it. And so we get down there, um, we got down there at like six and we're like, okay, doors open at 830. We'll like go around and like eat dinner or whatever. Um, and we went to the Ballast Point Brewery. So mm-hmm. that was cool. It had burgers and Bernie had a beer and it was like, that's one of his favorite uh, breweries. So mm-hmm. like, um, that was cool. It was chill to see. But if ugh, we were like the only ones in black and it felt really uncomfortable. Really? <laughs> yeah. It was very uncomfortable. Well, only in that area. It's, oh, called, okay. it's like the little Italy area oh yeah yeah. north park i believe yeah it was kind of uncomfortable Mm -hmm. so we eat whatever we're hanging out and just chill and then we get down to the venue and it's like everybody's in black and like i can there's obvious queer people around and i looked at him i was like oh i feel better (laughs) (laughs) so they opens at 8 30 we're like there at like 8 31 obviously (laughs) but it was funny because i didn't realize that this at the time but we're so we were go up to the the doorman or whatever and we're, like, giving him our IDs and, like, the tickets and, like, our, our Vax cards and stuff. And the guy that we're going to see you sing is, like, next to the door, like, on the phone. And Bernie's, like, staring at him. Aww. And that guy's staring at him, like, but he's on the phone. And I'm, like, handing the tickets to Bernie because I'm not looking around me. And I'm, like, give him, like, come on, give him the tickets. He's waiting. And he's just, like, <laughs> staring at him. like Starstruck. Yes. And I was, like, oh. And he was, like, that was him. We get inside. He's, like, that was him. That was him. And I was, like, oh, my God. I didn't even, like, realize. And... <clears throat> He was also in the crowd when we were um, watching, like watching the before, the openers. That's it. I was like, I'm so old that I like the before <laughs> band. <laughs> what does that mean? It's okay, the openers. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> so he was watching them and I was like, he's in the crowd. And we had like really decent seats. It was like we were he was literally like five feet away fr- from us when they were playing. Yeah. And we met we met somebody there, too, because bernie's chatty <laughs> and that guy was really cool um and he was telling us like all about like how, how he goes to shows and stuff it was really cool but when the band started playing like they were just they were right there and it's like one of bernie's favorite bands and he has like all of it on his phone like he got really good video and like for that to be like his first like real like show that a band that he likes yeah it was like nothing's gonna top that Aww. like absolutely nothing that makes me so happy it, it was the cool it was so cool we've been li- watching the videos for like a week now mm. and like listening to it constantly <laughs> i was it was really really cool but it was funny because like i get a little like aggro when like people are in my space obviously and i was mad because like <laughs> so the joke is because i was like i was about to hit this person because <laughs> like she was like in my space and like rudely so like if her and her friend because there was a little bit of space around us and like the people around us had some like space to move and we're like bobbing and whatever and i was like okay there's a little space there and this girl like instead of being like oh excuse me can we get in there like i would have been like fuck yeah like oh here you go but no she like full-on grabs my shoulder and like pushes me like oh, behind her hell no. and i was like i would have beat her ass in that she just did one of those annoying things where she's like excuse me excuse me excuse me. like and just but it wasn't you're not saying excuse me <laughs> like you're yeah. just being a a dick yeah i was pissed <laughs> and her so she pulled her and her friend through and her friends like bag <laughs> this is so rude don't do this people unless you can probably handle yourself <laughs> i'm pretty sure i can handle myself but she was like dancing way too much for the space we had yeah so i was like you are like i don't we're all moving but mm-hmm. you are like trying to have like dance moves out here like this is stupid stop doing that so her her bag kept like almost hitting me in the face the entire time because she was taller oh. so i kept just like poking it <laughs> to, like, <laughs> to like show her that like you're hitting people dummy it was pissing me off <laughs> so she got the picture they moved over to the side uh-huh. and that girl came back and forth again and i was like dude one more i was like one more time one more time <laughs> like i'm so like you're <laughs> I, I would be petrified of you <laughs> like you're like you're being really ridiculous i have no problem if you want to excuse me i'm like by all means man get in like we're all having fun but i was like you're being hella rude and like this is not like a rude crowd just you are rude yeah but yeah so we we the show was over and whatever and we left and i was like we were walking across the street and (laughs) and bernie wanted to go back and meet because one of the guys was outside so he wanted to go like shake his hand and stuff and we left and i was like dude 
one more move and she was done. I was pissed because I was like, you're like, you're bothering, you're like ruining somebody else's experience. I was like, and if you mess, also I'm protective of him. I'm like, if you mess with his experience, I'm going to be so mad. Yeah. But it was fine. Oh my girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah. I wish I was there. It was so much fun. I would have said something. Yeah, I, I, I won't. I just did. I'm just passive aggressive where I just kept both. I'm direct. <laughs> like, I'm literally, I would have been like, can you please stop dancing and being also, inconsiderate? it was so loud that I'm like, even if I were to say anything, she wouldn't have heard me anyway. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, hey, up there. <laughs> like, hey, you. <laughs> but it was, it was really cool. It was really good. We drove back that night too. Oh, this is funny too. So this is a long story. So, um the uh what is it called the openers okay so it the show started at 9 30 and the guy was like oh it's a bar so they're gonna space this out mm-hmm. like the band you're here to see isn't going on till like 11 20 yeah we were like what <laughs> <laughs> we were like what do you mean and he's like oh yeah they want to keep you as long as possible to like drink and we were like oh shit yeah. like so we didn't get home till like almost three Damn. and i know and we like <laughs> you've recovered <laughs> fell into bed and like slept the whole next day it was like that, that, that sounds nice. That was a bad idea. <laughs> we should not have done that. And you guys were off the next day? Yeah, yeah. That's luckily good. he took the day off and we just hung out and slept and like That's great. Eat like sandwiches the next day. I love that. Yeah, it was really cool. So that was my highlight of my weekend, I guess. Oh, and I had dinner with my parents. They came to visit, so That's or they're exciting. here to visit. Yeah. I might meet them today. I know. I hope they come by. I mean, this is future, but I hope you guys came by. Because <laughs> I really do. I was like, just come and see the bar and meet Jenny. And then, like, you guys can go. But, like, just real quick. Yeah. It's, you're on the way. You're right here. So. No, I mean, like, if they do come, I'm like, they're going to they're gonna stay. <laughs> they're going to stay because yeah. I'm here. <laughs> I mean, I hope so. <laughs> I was like, you can come have a drink. Hello. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> That's lovely. Yeah. I'm really happy for you all. And Thanks. I'm excited for Crumb. Same. Yeah, I know. It's going to be... It'll be tomorrow when this comes it'll out. It'll be... Come, oh, my God. It'll be tomorrow. <sighs> it's going to be so much fun. I'm. It's going to be like me, Bernie. Like the way Bernie was. That's going to be me. Tomorrow. Well, that's great. Because yeah. it was it was really like emotional to like see him be so happy. And it was like oh, really cool. Friend. Yeah. It was made, great. You made that happen. Mm. Okay. I'll, I'll shut up. Okay. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> and that is the end of... <laughs> Shoot in the shit. Um, Okay, so we are going to talk about a topic, and we do want to kind of give a little disclaimer in case um, anybody is going through something and you're not ready to hear this episode. So do you want to do the disclaimer? Yeah, um, just we're going to talk a little bit about mental health and um, kind of our stories getting into therapy, Mm -hmm. and that's a little bit about that. So um if you're having trouble with that we're gonna have some resources at the end of the episode also and we'll probably put them in the show notes Mm -hmm. um so yeah feel free to skip it if you're not really down to hear this today no hard feelings at all yeah just save your mental energy and mental health um but we do talk about um or we're gonna talk about some ways to get help yeah if you need it yeah yeah because sometimes it could be a little tricky to kind of figure out Mm -hmm where to start and everybody's uh form of therapy can be different and you can you know a lot of people prefer in person a lot of people you know everybody has different needs when it comes to to mental health and um, what helps them so take everything with a grain of salt yeah we're not professionals this is just our experience if it helps you that's great but also we are not able to diagnose or yeah (laughs) give any kind of like real info just our stories just our stories Mm -hmm. so we're gonna start talking about that yeah um so yeah i had a uh we we hung out with the neighbors again (laughs) and uh uh, we were talking about mental health stuff and i kind of had expressed that i had been in therapy and bernie has gone to therapy and just kind of expressing and like when I talk, when I usually tell people that they, this is how I kind of thought of the idea is they, they usually ask like, well, they don't know where to start. And like, I feel like I only knew where to start because Bernie went first and that's how I knew how to do it. So I thought, why don't we pass that along? Cause him and I are both like super, and you also are like super big on getting therapy if you need it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think everybody should go to therapy, even if you think you're a hundred percent healed emotional adult, we all need somebody to talk to. Yeah. And Bernie likes to put it, It's he's really good about it. He says, it's just an impar- impartial third, like another party that can give you a perspective that you may not have thought of. Mm-hmm. And they're not inside your head. So yeah. they can see things a little bit more clearly sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's sometimes all we need. So, 
yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that because my form of therapy is like my aunt does get in my head yeah. <laughs> because the form of therapy that I'm that I am in is a spiritual therapy. So my my therapist is my aunt, and you know most of you know Western medicine like you you they tell you not to like go to a therapist you know mm-hmm. you know because you need a non biased situation. Um, with my aunt's a little bit different because she's a psychic medium and she um, channels a lot of energy and she is in based in Mexico City, so it's all done virtually. Um, so we'll get to that eventually, but it, it's going to be a, <laughs> we're going to show the two different forms of therapy definitely, and what is available. And honestly, I'm sure we're going to kind of intertwine the spirituality aspect because I feel like it's, we do with everything. Yeah, we do with everything. <laughs> and I feel like we do incorporate those mm-hmm. things too. Yeah. And even between mine and Bernie's therapy, it was different also. Mm-hmm. So like in where ours is both more clinical, I guess. Yeah um oh, so i don't know i didn't want me to start I guess. yeah okay so with well with mine well basically he went first and it's helped immensely and so I, so I saw him and basically the way that i just to get the basics out of the way i guess what i did was i have kaiser so i called their kaiser like appointment line and just said i this i just said i need some mental health and they they transfer you over and you do like a mental health assessment. They want to make sure you're not going to harm yourself in the meantime, or they want to make sure that if you feel like you're going to, they're going to um, figure out the fastest step to get you help right away. Um, so mine, I didn't feel like I was that. Mine was more like an anxiety because back when it was in 2021, I started going in March. And when I was going, I didn't really have friends. So like I didn't have anybody to talk to in like a year and a half of like, Already by that point, we had been in quarantine for years now at that point. So I really didn't have anybody to talk to. Bernie would come home and I'd like tear his ear off basically because I hadn't talked to anybody all day. And because of that, I I like to call it, I had a lot of like ping pong thoughts. And that's what I told my therapist. And he was like, well, it just sounds like you're anxious. You have a lot of anxiety. And I was like, well, I do. (laughs) So I don't know. So when I when I told them that, that's how they assessed me. And then they took me. I actually, I'll tell even where I went um, because I don't go there anymore. But it's a it's a place in Ontario, California. Um, it's a family service place. Um, and that's actually funny because that's where Bernie went to, but at a separate time. Um, but yeah, they just assessed. But also, if you don't have Kaiser, I know that you can call pretty much any mental health air, like therapist office. You can Google them. I'm going to have some hotlines at the end of the episode two that you can call. Um, and they'll direct you where to go. But that's just it. I, a lot of the times I think people think it's this big, big thing that you need to do. But it's just a phone call. Mm-hmm. It's just a phone call. And I know it's scary. And that's it took me a long time because I knew for a while I needed to see somebody. But before March, my parents had decided that they were going to move. And that kind of just like threw me into a spiral. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need to talk to somebody now. I can't. Ha- I can't handle. I can't handle. I can't handle. And so I just called. So I know it's it's sounds simple i know it's not easy but i just the call is the important part and i called multiple times and hung up (laughs) because i was too afraid but i'm immensely happy that i did it it's i don't think i would be where i'm at now if i didn't do it yeah yeah so i think i I don't know the call is hard but it's also the hardest part yeah exactly Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah so that's kind of how we started he did the same thing it's he made a call, he couldn't take it anymore and made a call. And I mean, it's worked out for us both better. It helps us see not each other's point of views, but it helped because it, it wasn't about us. It was personal. <laughs> in- <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. Because um, it wasn't about us. It was personal stuff that we were both dealing with. So it was just, I don't know. And what even with mine, so his is, I would think, more like um, emotional based Mm -hmm. and mine is more anxiety based. So what my therapist did was give me tools to manage that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm not going to say all the words, but he gave me a list of like extreme beliefs. I'll give an example, um, but I don't want to give them all out because that was for me. So I I don't want anybody to think, you know. That's for them. Yeah. So basically my extreme thoughts were like well this is exact dramatic but like everyone hates me that's an extreme belief Mm -hmm. because not everyone hates you there's no way that everyone hates you everyone in that um sentence would be extreme and he kind of just taught me to reprogram the way we think about words like that Mm -hmm. and 
even more so taught me that like words matter and what we tell ourselves matter. Mm -hmm. So if you're like, oh, um, I always hit that red stoplight, that stoplight on the way when I hear like, is that true? Do you always do that? No, you're exaggerating it, which mine, I want to say that because I felt like he wasn't as emotional and Mm -hmm. sometimes I needed that, but I more so needed the anxiety taken care of, I Mm -hmm. guess. So that's kind of how we took care of that, I guess. Yeah. Um, But yeah. And I think it also depends on, like, it's okay if you, you know, go to a therapist Mm -hmm. and for some reason, like, maybe he's not or or they're not what you are needing. Yes. It's okay to switch. Yes. It's it's okay to, like, shop around because, you know, ultimately, like, you're doing this so that you can get something out of it. Yes. He told me multiple times if you feel – because they'll say that, too, because – I'll be I'll be real. I had some uh, I was it was also before I came out. So I had some some of that stuff that I wanted to talk about. I was feeling anxious and um <laughs> no offense not to stereotype but he was an older white man and I walked in I was like, "Oh, there's no way you're going to get this. Yeah. There's no way you're going to understand me because he looked very uptight and that but he got it. He totally got it and he got everything I was talking about and was uh validating and was helpful in all those ways and also um he told me multiple times if you feel like we are not clicking or anything he's like (laughs) we're vastly different humans Mm -hmm. if you feel please feel free to call somebody else he just wanted me to feel to get help so that's great mm because i feel like most most of the time people won't do that that's what i was telling bernie too i said if if this person is not okay he's he lucked out with the first one and it was great um because he's had two and the first one was great the second one has been great also um, but I was like, you got so lucky, like clicking the first time. A lot of people, like, I was going to say it's more often than not that you don't click mm-hmm. on the first try. Yeah. And that's okay. You just say, hey, I don't think this is working. I don't feel like you're listening to me or I don't feel heard and you can move on. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately, if they're a good therapist, they're going to understand that and yeah. want you to move on anyways. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's a really like crucial part. I yeah. think that's like one of the most important parts is you need to find the person that is really suitable for mm-hmm. the needs that you do have. Yeah. And that's like the whole point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was good because he had, it was more, like I said, it wasn't as mo- emotional stuff. It was more anxiety based stuff and to way the, to reprogram my brain to feel about that. So I yeah. feel like if I wanted more emotional, I probably would have switched. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was good for what I needed it for at that time. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. How do you feel like it changed your your way of, like what what's the biggest thing that you t- took from it um so it actually i'm not saying this in a mean way but it kind of made my brain feel like a spoiled brat which i'll explain it <laughs> it's weird <laughs> i know your face right now <laughs> not that he made me feel that way but it's a good thing so some of the extreme belief words he gave me um when i think of those words i'll give another one another extreme belief is should mm-hmm. or should should not when he taught me to reprogram my brain and basically like we don't hear something and feel something about it we hear it it goes to our brain and then our brain tells us what to feel about it Mm. so it's what you're telling yourself about what you just heard so for instance if you're somebody if you go into the office and the people are like oh the boss wants to see you today what are you going to think about that you're going to be like, oh, I'm in trouble. Mm-hmm. But why are you thinking? Because to you, that's a negative connotation to that. Mm-hmm. But it could be like, we never also think of the good things in life. Yeah. You're just like, oh, I'm going to be in trouble. You don't like, oh, getting a race today. Cool. Go see the boss. You know, mm-hmm. like that's that's kind of another way that we would um, reprogram our brains. Not to say that we have to think of everything positively all the mm-hmm. time. Just that like we have to really assess what we heard and what the facts are there that mm-hmm. made us feel that way. Yeah. And the kind of focus on like the neutrality of things. Because yes. I feel like we are as a society so programmed to thinking mm-hmm. that everything is negative mm-hmm. and everything's like it stems from fear. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, watching the news growing <laughs> up and like just everything around us. It's like <laughs> everything that's implemented. It's hard not to. Yeah. Ev- everything that we have around us is influenced by fear and Mm -hmm. so that is our safe space Mm -hmm. it becomes our safe space so it's safer to feel fear or to expect the worst because we have this like toxic mental state of like oh like i don't want to jinx something so i'm not gonna think of something like something like or i'm not worthy of this Mm -hmm. like we're we're so programmed to thinking that we don't deserve 
to be happy, happy. Or, or we don't deserve positivity <laughs> mm-hmm. or good things to happen yeah. to us yeah and we have to like rewire our brain so the the spoiled brat part was that so a, like a should so when i get frustrated during the day and i'm like oh my day didn't go the way like it should have gone so i reprogram and i'm like who's to say it should have gone this way it just is and i'm like oh i can immediately feel that anxiousness go away because mm-hmm. i rethink of that and i'm like oh you're right it just is it didn't shouldn't have gone this way and it shouldn't have gone that way it just is Mm -hmm. i'm like oh i love that it makes me feel so much better yeah (laughs) so i'm like that's how i know it works (laughs) and it's also like kind of spiritual too when you you think about it he was he was like "Eh." he didn't really believe in astrology and stuff but i was like let me see your chart (laughs) i was thinking about it i was like a lot "Hmm, of virgo a lot of (laughs) probably but i was like that makes sense though like i get it we're we're skeptical group but it's i don't know i was just kind of like it's very it's very on brand sir yeah very earthy (laughs) earthy of you exactly (laughs) so i don't know it was just uh uh uh, like i said the it's it's spoiled bratty but it's not because it's i'm like oh why do i that's when i get most anxious when i think things don't go my way and i'm like well why would they go my way (laughs) like i'm just being spoiled (laughs) i I don't think you're spoiled i know but i just i but i know what you're saying Yeah. yeah, so that's kind of what he helped with. And when I do get frustrated, I go back and he, he gave me a list and I go back to that list and I look at the list and I'm like, okay, what am I thinking? What am I super upset about right now? And I I reassess that. And that's the hard part is catching yourself in the middle of those feelings because we've both talked about this. Like when I'm mad and it's done, I'm burning the world down. Mm-hmm. Like I'm mad and I need to figure out why those things happen. Mm-hmm. So, and like chill. <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah. just like, check ourselves yeah Yeah. and it's better it's there's no reason why i should be like black and white yeah Mm -hmm. and or that mad or that anxious all the time it's it's very it's definitely quieted the thoughts Mm -hmm. for sure yeah i love that yeah i love that for you friend thanks my my whole experience has been completely yeah like (laughs) it's very woo woo (laughs) (laughs) i love it i'm not gonna paint a picture of like you know and you know people have opinions on you know spirituality and and i totally understand Mm -hmm. like i i completely understand when people you know have you know skepticalness around it um but it's honestly worked for me like having having the sessions with my aunt has literally healed parts of myself that i feel like would have taken years if i hadn't even gone to anyone Mm -hmm. um it's made me a better person and i guess i'll like kind of start off on how i started so i actually started because my dad started um having sessions with my aunt first Mm -hmm. uh surprisingly so when i came out my dad i think i have mentioned this in the previous episode my dad had told me like there's something different about you and he's like you seem a lot happier i was always super anxious like extremely anxious all the time Mm -hmm. and i started calming down and it was because i had come out (laughs) and then it was shocker it helps yeah it helps (laughs) relieves a lot of yeah tenseness same (laughs) (laughs) and um and then I started meditating. So I just like had told them I start I started meditating. And then maybe like a month after, it was probably shortly after he had open heart surgery, my aunt, I guess, had reached out to him and she was like, Oh, I want to do a session for you. And my dad mentioned it. Mm-hmm. We were in conversation and he mentioned, like, oh, your aunt wants to do a session with me. I was like, a session mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like what kind of session and it's like a, my my instinct my intuition was telling me i'm like my aunt's into spirituality and i had no idea mm-hmm. like I, I didn't have her on facebook i didn't have her on anything so shortly after his surgery they uh started having sessions and i asked him like can you give me like her contact info because i want to talk to her mm-hmm. and so i fo- i started following her on facebook and her profile picture was like um, the Metrotron cube. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, I knew it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I like reached out to her and I was like, I was like, Thea, like my dad told me that you did a session with him and I would love to have a session with you. How do we go about this? And, um, and I like kind of gave her a little glimpse of like, I started my awakening like a few months ago and you know, this is where I'm at and I'm not really sure what you do, but I would love to have a session with you. Long story short, 
I started having sessions with her and I was just mind blown because my aunt, my aunt is someone that like I didn't really grow up with her because I didn't really go to Mexico as a kid. Um, I always knew of her. I always like, I remember the last time I had seen her, I was 17 and she was great. Her and her husband were great and uh, we had so much fun with them, but like I didn't have communication with them. And so I started to have a session with her and she she started telling me things that nobody knew, mm-hmm. like not even a soul. And that's, I mean, and I believe in all this, but it would still trip me out. She would just be like, okay, um, spirit's telling me, like your spirit guys are telling me, your higher self is telling me, mm-hmm. like this happened nine years ago what happened nine years ago that you need to work on Mm -hmm. and she like makes me talk about it like it's like she knows what happened (laughs) but she wants me to vocalize it Mm -hmm. and then she'll do like exercises with me there was a particular uh, exercise that we did that really really I feel like made such a huge impact in um in me working with like my inner child she told me to like envision myself in my dream home and she told me to envision myself right now and a younger version of myself next to me and we like walk into this house and she's like it's filled with light it's beautiful it's your dream home but then you see a door and you open the door and it's pitch black and all it has is just all your pain all your traumas everything you've been through everything that's hurt you, everything that you've lived through that has made you fearful, everything is in this room. And then she tells me, look at your younger self and tell her, do you want to help me clean all of this? And you have a trash bag. Mm -hmm. And when I asked my younger self in my head, I didn't vocalize anything. I was just envisioning this Mm -hmm. in a meditative state. I remember turning to her and she was so excited. She mm-hmm. was like, yes. And and like, you guys know my personality. <laughs> yeah, like, you know my personality. And as a kid, I was like that on steroids. I was like <laughs> super, I was super giddy. I was super like happy. I was a really happy kid, even, you know, even though, you know, I went through a lot of stuff. Like mm-hmm. I was always really smiley. I was very, um, I had a lot of energy. And I literally just pictured myself that way. And she was like, yes, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) And so we started doing that. And after that little exercise, my aunt told me, did you see her? Mm -hmm. She was so happy. She's like, she was so excited to do it. Mm -hmm. And and she was like in a hurry. Like she was like, here, here, here. (laughs) And like my aunt can see that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, that's just like a little glimpse of like the exercises we do, but yeah, like there's been so many times where she brings up certain traumas that have happened and I have to talk through it and she makes me talk to my dad's higher self or my dad in a certain time, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and kind of just vent out the emotions he made me feel and just doing those exercises really, really helps because it's it's like you are kind of getting everything off your chest. Mm-hmm. You may not be doing it in person, but you're doing it energetically and spiritually. And um, and that's kind of like how it goes. And I know a lot of people might think it's like not true or whatever, but honestly, it's worked for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like what really matters. Yeah. And I've gotten a lot of people, my, I only speak Spanish, so I I've gotten a few friends ha- to have sessions with her and same experiences. They, they've they told me, like, your aunt's amazing. Like, she has definitely changed, like, my life. And, and, and it just works for me. And it's really, even in times where there has been, like, even when I have sessions with her, um, you know, there'll, there'll be, like, weeks where I don't. And especially the past few, the past month or so, past couple months and even like before that like there's been times where you know it's it's normal when you when you deal with mental health issues it's normal to get into dark places especially when you're doing healing Mm -hmm. Uh, when you're doing healing it's like you have to look at your soul in the mirror and that is one of the hardest things 
to do Mm -hmm. in the healing process. It's like looking at yourself and reliving things that you probably don't want to relive. And it'll take you in a dark place and you have to get through that dark place. I think a lot of people have a misconception that spirituality is just a, a positive you know, and it is like, there's a lot of positivity to spirituality, but there's also a dark side to it. And that is, that dark side is also beautiful Mm -hmm. and it's necessary. Everything is necessary. And in, in this whole process, I feel like it's really made me look at life in a way that I never looked at life. It's made me feel like even in the moments where maybe I I have thought like I honestly would not like I'd rather not be here like there has been moments you know that I've had where I'm like it it would just be easier for me not to be here and I've opened up to you about that and it's a normal thing I think to to think or feel those things I feel like a lot of people maybe do um but it's the beauty aspect of it is getting yourself out of it and and it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard, but it's sometimes it's necessary for you to kind of surpass a certain threshold of what you're going through. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my experience in therapy. I, I did do like clinical therapy as a kid when my parents were going through a divorce. And I I think I think during that time. I think therapy for kids sometimes can be a little tricky mm-hmm. because sometimes the kids can't really vocalize when something isn't working for them. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the case for me during that time was the the person that we had, like it just, it he didn't really help me. And, and I think that's something if you have a kid and like, you know, you want them to go th- to therapy and whatnot, just make sure you're asking your kids questions mm-hmm. and making sure that they, um, they feel comfortable making sure that they're getting something out of it and it's not just this thing that they're kind of dreading yeah so that's the point where it's okay to change if you're not getting something out of it and i also too like just because you're having those thoughts too like you know i I feel like they're very normal Mm -hmm. i mean i feel like him and i have both had those thoughts also Mm -hmm. and like you're not a failure for having those thoughts like it's you know and also like you're I want to say I'd love for everybody to get out of that, like, you know, and get help. I understand it's hard. And like, that's, that's what we would want. But you're not a failure if it's, if it, you find it hard to get the help. Yeah. All, you know, we just would want people to reach out, reach out to anybody and reach and out just, to us. Yeah. And if you, if you feel alone, if mm-hmm. you feel alone and if you need help, there are people out there willing to listen. Yeah. There are people out there that are willing to hear you out and to just listen to you. Cause I feel like a lot of the time whenever people have those thoughts, all you want is someone to listen. Oh, the listening, like even therapy, like I feel like too, cause mine was more like anxiety. Like I don't, I don't feel like my my traumas in life. I mean, maybe this is me just uh, pushing them all down, but I don't feel like I need to talk to anybody about them. Really, I just needed to get the thoughts out of my head, the the ping pongy thoughts, because those were driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the just talking to somebody weekly was like such like a relief mm-hmm. of like I think you know. Um, uh, Ladora had actually mentioned it to Bernie about journaling mm-hmm. and he's been doing that and d- doing some stuff like that and I was like man I really need to do that too because just getting it out of your head mm-hmm. and so you're not constantly dwelling on it is su- supremely beneficial it's super helpful and just talking to somebody mm-hmm. like getting that out there like so I feel like we would all benefit I know that sometimes we don't uh, you know, insurances have to do with it, things like that, and that sucks. But you know, we we have a little community here too, and I would want to extend our ears as well, mm-hmm. um, just like you did, just yeah. for anybody who wants, you know, to just share. I guess yeah. it's kind of like that's it. I think we both would rather have you talk with us than something happen. You know, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and I I feel like um like going back to the releasing of Mm -hmm. things of how you're like journaling helps Mm -hmm. and whatnot i feel like there's so many exercises you can do physically a lot of the time uh whenever you're depressed it's like 
like I know whenever I'm depressed, I don't want to move. Mm -hmm. And it's like the hardest thing. <laughs> yeah. It's the hardest thing to get yourself up mm -hmm. to just like feed yourself. Yeah. And um, but if if I try and if I really make an effort to just move my body, my aunt always tells me like, you know, you're there's mm -hmm. a lot of stagnant energy. Everything's energy. Mm -hmm. So um, from, from my beliefs and my understanding, it's like everything's energy. So whenever there's stagnant energy, it just starts to kind of pile up yeah. and then you start to absorb sometimes other people's energy. If you're, if you have a lot of empathy and like you're a person that is sensitive to different energies, sometimes like the emotions you feel aren't even yours. Mm -hmm. It's like somebody else's. Um, and it's also like generational too. Mm -hmm. That's something my aunt always tells me. There's certain things that she's like, She's like, you're carrying this, this, and this, but that's not from, oh, yeah. that's not, it's not yours. Nice. It's, it's from your mom. It's from your grandma. Sometimes she's even told me, it's like, it's from a different lifetime. Um, you have this particular fear because you lived through this lifetime and this happened. Mm -hmm. Like she has access to the Akashic records and stuff like that. So in that sense, it's helped me understand and kind of helped me see that some of the stuff that I carry and some of the things that I feel aren't things that belong to me anymore um, and they don't serve me. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like the exercises um, I like to do. And then also she'll do like, you know, protection stuff. And then she'll tell me to like put my feet in like Epsom salts so that everything, like all that energy kind of like, mm -hmm. you know, gets, you know, taken away from me and uh, transmuting it. And also, I always talk about this, but grounding. Ground, mm -hmm. Grounding helps so much. Like, even if you just go outside, we're <laughs> our nature, like, our us as humans, we're meant to be outside. Mm -hmm. We're not meant to be inside <laughs> um, when you think about it. Um, and so whenever you are outside, you're getting some sun. Um, I always talk about grounding, putting your feet in into the grass and like transmuting energy there's like an energetic field there's it's quantum physics so there's science behind yeah. this it's not something um that i'm just making up <laughs> um and if you're interested in like learning about quantum physics and how it affects our bodies and our mental health and all that stuff becoming supernatural by Joe Dispenza. Um, that book is really, really great. Mm -hmm. um, and it talks about the scientific aspect of spirituality mm -hmm. and the quantum physics behind it. Because, um, yeah, it's like every all the spirituality stuff, yeah, it's like woo-woo or whatever. But the, <laughs> there is science behind yeah. it. And there has been studies. And it's like the science behind it also, too. You Even if you don't think so, when you have a vibe about somebody, it's not because you have a vibe. It's the electro... It's the, like... Electromagnetic el field. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's not a... It's the vibe... That's the vibe you're getting mm -hmm. is their field of energy that is either not meshing well with yours mm -hmm. or it's meshing really well with yours and that's that's the vibe is that. Mm -hmm. We vibe, friend. <laughs> we do vibe. We've been vibing. <laughs> we do vibe. <laughs> I'm doing the string man dance Yeah. Right <laughs> um, but yeah it's all it's yeah. all energy yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry no, no, no. <laughs> um but oh a little plug for whenever i i was gonna, do it. I was gonna um, do it reiki really helps really 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 it helps does. um especially if like you do it like you know as a mm -hmm. practice um reiki has helped me because i do self reiki on myself it definitely has helped me and i've i've it's a very loving energy. So mm -hmm. um, whenever you perform Reiki on people, it, it, you know, transmutes love energy. It's a very loving energy. It's a very lightful energy. And it is quantum physics yeah. when you think about it because, you know, you're kind of cleansing the space, the aura. Yeah. We all have auras. Mm -hmm. uh, again, quantum <laughs> physics. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to mention it, too, because we talked about carrying other people's traumas. And I, I know that I carry my mother's traumas of stuff that are not mine because I know the these whatever things have not happened to me but i know about them they're not mine but we actually when we did my session you had like helped me with that and i feel like it's not that it's gone but i don't really carry it as much it's not as um scary mm -hmm. anymore to like embrace that side yeah. um because it was scary before because i was carrying something that wasn't mine yeah when that's not been my experience in this life so yeah it's just that I was going to mention it because <laughs> it has helped with that. That was a, I mean, that was a 
uh, like transmuting of energy like that, we saw things with our eyes closed mm-hmm. that like nobody else saw. Mm-hmm. And we both saw them. Like, yeah. so like you, you can't convince me it's not real. But yeah. And those were like electromagnetic. Like it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're already kind of just pretty, we've been connected <laughs> from the beginning, which yeah. is so, I mean, it, it's not odd because I'm like, okay, like you're my soul family mm-hmm. and you're my soul sister. Mm-hmm. And so in that sense like i understand it yeah. but it's i don't know sometimes i i, I do i think it's my capricorn i do step away mm-hmm. and even though i believe in all of this and yeah. i believe i'm very like strong about my beliefs of what i believe and what has worked for me mm-hmm. um there's still like sometimes like i'm like is this all bullshit <laughs> and it, that's totally normal yeah we talk about that too even with astrology i was yeah. like you I, there's sometimes that things happen when we talk about it i'm like you can't convince me this is not real yeah. i'm like usually very skeptic because hard hard cap over here <laughs> um, but you can't convince me it's not in the energy mm-hmm. the astrology stuff is a little or not the astrology the uh, spirituality stuff is a little harder for me to be so die hard just because that's who i am yeah but i feel like I don't know. I I feel like if it's helping, what you know, what does yeah, it matter? Exactly. Like, and it's not harming anybody, and and it's so personal. That's, yes, that that's the main thing, mm-hmm. and that's something that like I really want to emphasize. It's so personal. Everything, even therapy, like yeah. everything, yes. is whatever works for you, as long as it's making a difference yeah. in your life, and, and you feel better afterwards. Exactly. Yeah. The the therapy I wanted to talk about too, because I wanted to touch on. I I actually asked Bernie if it was okay if I. Um, had mentioned that he went and he said of course because it's helped him so much that he's like almost a different person but in like the, all the best ways mm-hmm. and he was like of course and that we both feel that it's important that men talk about it also because a lot of men don't get you know don't get therapy don't believe in it don't want to talk about it and mm-hmm. whatever and that's a real detriment to their quality of life I think and he's you know very much he loved he loved it he's you know loved both of his therapists and loved what they gave him and how he's able to manage his you know emotions and things like that and he was like i would tell i tell anybody now because i want them to know that it's like it's okay i'm a guy and i went and it's okay and Mm -hmm. that's kind of what i wanted to get out there too is it's like it's okay like therapy doesn't mean you failed and going to therapy doesn't mean you're you've messed up or you're wrong or you're you know, you're not um, broken or anything like that. It just means you need help. And we all need help at some point. And, mm-hmm. you know, we all need some kind of help at some point, whether well, yeah. you think you're get, not getting help or not, you are at some point in your life getting help from somebody. Yeah. So it's not a failure. It, it, it only, if anything, it lets you get those thoughts out of your head. And that's amazing. And we're meant to connect with people. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, I mean, it, this was really hard for me to kind of, believe for a long time was that I needed mm-hmm. a community um <laughs> because I, I was always like so, I was a very self-soothing oh, yeah. self-soothing child mm-hmm. you know I I had I had a lot of traumas as a kid and um it, and I had to self-soothe a lot my my way of self-soothing was being creative and like locking myself in my room and like creating things with my hands and kind of just transmuting energy without even thinking about it mm-hmm. and um and uh, honestly like that can definitely help but i think sometimes people forget that we do need to connect with other yeah. people we need to transmute energy for each other we need to um you know get insight from other people mm-hmm. it's very important and that's something that lodora mentioned um when like after the podcast we were chatting and it really really stuck to me yeah she said um, I know you isolate yourself a lot, but you'll learn a lot more about yourself if you connect to somebody else. Oh, yeah. Other people will sh- will teach you so much about yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. And that that has not left my head since she mentioned it. Yeah. And it is so true. Yeah. And thank you, Lodora, for telling <laughs> me that because it's literally probably one of the things that has changed my life and how I view life. And... And it made me kind of realize, I think, I think subconsciously, I, I knew that that was the truth, but I, it's so easy to kind of get into your default state of feeling, you know, like, oh, it's just easier for me not to burden anybody. It's so easy for me to just, you know, you know, power through it by myself, but you don't have to. And 
and you shouldn't have to. Yeah, I totally agree. And the even the the that's what the what was happening when before I went to therapy, I was like, I got this. I don't need anybody. I'm okay. That I always thought like I'm okay that I'm alone. I've been alone a long time, like friendship wise. Like I've had like acquaintances, I guess, friendships, but like no one like our friendship and I'm like oh and even like with the girls I hang out with no one like that mm-hmm. you know my other friends and like I was like oh I don't need anybody I don't need anybody I got this like I just kind of needed Bernie and that's it like mm-hmm. I don't need anybody my parents are moving fine then I don't need you but like I do <laughs> obviously or else it wouldn't have like spun me out of control but yeah. I always thought that too and then now having everybody like having everybody I'm like oh okay you need people <laughs> Like, you're not as tough as you think, Capricorn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Um, I mean... I made you cry. Yeah. Oh, I, you made me cry. I mean... I did make you cry also. Yeah, I, I was crying, to. yes. I mean, <laughs> you didn't really make me cry. It was just... Um, <laughs> we're about to cry. <laughs> um, That's why I looked away from you. <laughs> no, I was just... Yesterday... Um, I don't know. It just, like, really hit me. Um, <laughs> it really hit me... Um, breathe (laughs) it really hit me just the the level of friendship that we have created for each other and like the the space we've created for each other Mm -hmm. um i (laughs) it hasn't even been a year Mm -hmm. i know (laughs) i'm about to profess my friendship (laughs) my friendship love that's what i want to get to because sometimes i feel like people look at it weird because i still have that stupid stigma in my head but i'm like friendship love is okay it is it is yeah like and it's i mean for me it's very i i've have friends and i've had friends and i have my group of friends and i love them so much uh but there there is a sometimes for me it's more of like a a soul family thing Mm -hmm. and i think it's it's something that it's like i obviously knew you before Mm -hmm. but we were different people at that time and when we reconnected i just i felt this like sense of like i kind of like re-met you yeah and just what we've created um with the podcast and just what we've created with our friendship Mm -hmm. it's it's really made me like it's hard for me to to um talk about like a best friend because um I lost my best friend in high school Mm -hmm. um but you're definitely the closest thing to like not even I wouldn't even say a best friend but like I see you as my sister same and um and I just really appreciate you holding the space for me and doing all the stuff that you've done and for powering through (laughs) this podcast with me and you've you know you've seen me in pretty deep (laughs) dark spaces and I just appreciate you listening and just being there and being there with no judgment and with no um alternative motive um it means a lot and um i just really want to thank you and i think it's important to talk about you know those types of people in your life and even if you feel like you don't have people like that in your life you'd be surprised that (laughs) you do (laughs) you you just have to kind of you know open yourself up and i think you've made me kind of become more vulnerable in my friendships um yeah so i thank you for creating that for both of us um yeah love you you, friend i love you too thanks yeah (laughs) i'm not as good with words (laughs) but just say ditto i mean same same (laughs) but like you do the same thing you i like i tell other people i appreciate them now because that's what you tell me Mm -hmm. Hmm. (laughs) i never thought that was like a thing to say <laughs> but like now i say it because you say it to me mm-hmm. and it means a lot <laughs> i'm not gonna look at you <laughs> but same yeah but you have done all the same things for me for sure stop it <laughs> uh it's same and there's 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 days too because we talk about soul family there's days too where like I'm having a bit bad day, but it's not my day. Mm-hmm. It's not me. Mm-hmm. And, like, I can feel <laughs> that, like, hmm, are you having a good day or not today? Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> happened to us. And I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry that we're... But that's different. That's never happened. I can't, like, I love my friends. And it's 
they're great. I love them so much. And what even what Gloria has given me and a whole new group of friends, like I couldn't could never repay her for that. And they've all been so loving and welcoming and like they care. It's like we still hang out sometimes if Gloria can't be there. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, you guys actually do like me. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I, I used to be weary of that, but I'm like, I've never really given myself the opportunity. Yes. And giving myself fully to where like I've been too afraid to open up. I always have a guard. Mm -hmm. And like with you, there's no guard. Mm -hmm. And like with them, there's no guard because yeah. I'm I've seen what it can do and it's just made me a better person and made me care more about other people and you know and open ourselves up exactly. to other people. Exactly. I think ultimately you want friendships where it's a give and take yeah. and it's like you don't drain each other's energy. Mm -hmm. You hold spaces for each other. Yeah. And there's no like I don't ever feel drained. <laughs> yeah. I don't ever feel drained. I don't ever feel like you're fake. I don't ever feel like you like I I know if I fuck up, you're going to call me out. And that's why I appreciate our friendship. It's Thanks. not sugar coated. Mm -hmm. It's um, you, you don't do things <clears throat> in a vengeful way. I don't do things like it comes from a genuine place and you yeah. just feel that, that like that's something that you can't really um you can't really fake, yeah. you know, and mm -hmm. we're both kind of the same. It's our Capricorn. We can't fucking fake shit. <laughs> I don't fake. I'm yeah. very hard. It's very, you know exactly what I think the moment you look at my face. Same, same. And and I love watching your face <laughs> when, when you're trying to figure shit out. So rude. <laughs> I just have no poker face. I'm sorry, y'all. I have no poker face. <laughs> you're you're basically like that TikTok, the butterfly in the sky. <laughs> Whenever you're thinking of something, like whenever I watch you, I just like I that song to, comes. I on. see it in the air. I have to look at it. My face makes a face. I can't help it. <laughs> but but yeah, yeah, I agree. It's it's been great. When we yeah. talk about it, it hasn't it's hasn't even been a year, but like it feels like it's been it, years. Yeah, <laughs> it's really odd. No, time it, is so weird. Time is very weird, but it's been great. Yeah, and it'll continue to be great. And it'll continue to be great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anything well, else you want to... That was your crying episode for this month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to me. <laughs> and yeah. that concludes Aerie season. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is. It's gone. It's, I know. It's bad, but Blink okay. of an eye. Yeah. But I don't know. Do we want to... But yeah, mm -hmm. I just wanted to say, you know, reach out if you need to reach out and... I'll have some phone. Well, I don't know if we want to say the phone numbers or if we want to put them in the link. Yeah, everything will be in the show notes. Uh, if you want mm -hmm. to um, look at any resources, mm -hmm. uh, we will provide those resources over on the show notes. Show notes and yeah. if you have any questions, like I said, feel free to reach out to us and we'd be more than happy to help. Yeah, I just want to put a quick out there without giving the numbers, but like there's a national suicide hotline that you can Google and call as well. And for our fellow queer family, there's um, the Trevor Project is really good mm -hmm. at helping with that kind of stuff. And yeah. they'll help you find a counselor as well yep. if you need it, if it's a specific um, queer need, basically. Um, so reach out to them, too, because they're a good organization and they, they try to help teens uh, out and help everybody. So um, I really like them. Um, but yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Do you want to pull a card real quick? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Pull, pull a card. Okay, we are. This is our new thing. Ever. We need to pull a card sound. What oh. should it be? No, that's, that's a heavy, heavy one. one. <laughs> I mean, we did. There you go. <laughs> heavy one. Heavy one. This, this one was a heavy one. <laughs> Let's see. What else do we have? Shuffle time. <laughs> Shuffle time. Terrible. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll find one. <laughs> okay, I'm shuffling. <laughs> okay, well, that's already before I was even talking. Yep. So here it is. We loud. <sighs> all right, so this card is beautiful. This card is, it's again, um, if you all want to see what it is, it's the Shadow Edition Oracle Threads of Fate deck. So I've pulled Ancestors. Ancestors. So let's see what it has to say. Generational trauma? <laughs> Probably. Um, They're like, since y'all are on top. Yeah. Exactly. It was like, here, we know exactly what you need to hear. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Um, answers, okay. 
Ah, this, oh, maybe a little different. Okay. This card is encouraging you to deepen your relationship with your ancestors and bring whatever you want. Oh, sorry. Okay. Again, this card is encouraging you to deepen your relationship with your ancestors and bring whatever you want guidance onto them. If you have not already done so, make an altar just to your ancestors is the good way to begin. You could ask them what they want as offerings, get pictures if you have them or symbols, um, symbols of them as well. Um, it may be a good idea to take a pilgrimage, if possible, possible, to places they once lived. If not, learn as much as you can about them, where they come from. You may ask them if there's any healing that you can do for them. Mm. <laughs> it is important to honor your ancestors and where we come from. Do so however you can. Um, this card may also signal a need to tend to our ancestral trauma. We can inherit it. <laughs> okay. We can inher- inherit the sufferings of those in our lineage. This is an opportunity for you to remove blocks within yourself, but also to release your ancestors from their trauma as well. It reverberates down our entire lineage. So while we may view it as something that hinders us, try to view it as a way of healing many more than just yourself. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Spirit was really oh, yeah. on, on brand today. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you, Spirit. Yes. Uh, yeah, that, that's it. I love it. Yeah. You, <laughs> I mean, it's very on brand for this episode. It sure was. Generational trauma. That popped out right away, too. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Thank you, friend. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I guess we'll do the socials. All right. Um, you can find us on Instagram at one thing queer. And my personal one is Specs Ray X. And my personal one is at Jenny Lynn Bouton. And if you would like to follow us on TikTok, we are at one thing queer podcast on there. Mm-hmm. Go follow us on there. Yeah. And yeah. And yeah. then uh, email. <laughs> yeah. If you want to uh, reach out, you want to be on the podcast or you need to reach out for any other reason, please don't hesitate to um we, uh, you can email us at one thing queer at gmail.com awesome yeah cool. all right well, i guess that's gonna wrap it up for this week's episode yeah we'll see you next week it will i think uh next time we'll be able to talk about the crumb show that we're going to yes <gasps> that's gonna be fun stay tuned stay tuned all right <laughs> all you all right. have a wonderful rest of your week mm-hmm. bye. bye graphics by bexuniverse.co music by jacody